0: Oh, yeah. Here I am, the original H B I C, Katie Motherfucking Boyd. And on today's episode of the Ambitious Podcast, I got a tasty motherfucking treat for you. And it's my astrologer, Christian Bradley West. And some of you who are on social know him as the country clairvoyant. And CBW, Christian Bradley West, is a creative professional with a background in fine art and exercise science. His art is included in the collections of the High Museum of Art, the Museum of Contemporary Art in Georgia, and the Sir Elton John Photography Collection, as well as numerous private and corporate collections. He has recently shifted his creative energy To writing with an emphasis on spiritual expression and is in the process of completing two novels. You can find him most days posting funny spiritual memes on his Instagram account, The Country Clairvoyant, or in Nature Petting Moss. You guys, this was the most. I don't even know. It was fun. It was titillating. I was literally flicking my bean the entire time that we were talking. And I had so many spirit gasms during this podcast. And I know that you will also be flicking your bean while you're having spiritual orgasms listening to the country clairvoyant, aka Christian Bradley West. And without further ado, let's get into the ambitious podcast with the country clairvoyant. Hey, and bitches, I am so excited to bring to you today Christian Bradley West, aka the country clairvoyant, aka cunty the clairvoyant, (laughs) and we're going to have the most incredible freaking conversation. I've been waiting to have Christian on here for a hot minute, and our stars have aligned, and here we are. I'm so excited that you're here, Christian.
1: I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh my God, the girls in a land are literally like <laughs> flicking their fucking beans right now, <laughs> thinking about how exciting this is to have you on the podcast. So thank you for um, taking time out of your life to do this. I'm excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, everything aligned.
1: It was perfect.
0: So I love how on your Instagram page, because that's actually how I found you when I started doing astrology stuff with you, yeah. is through your Instagram, because you literally have, in my opinion the funniest, darkest, fucked up humor <laughs> that has to do with spirituality. And you call yourself an, an intuitive luminary, yeah. a hillbilly hocus pocus, and a country yeah. fraud kundalini. So yeah. where did all the country <laughs> clairvoyant stuff come from? I love it.
1: So, you know, it's funny. It it, it came as a as an inspiration I just was like and then I resisted it for six months because nothing's worth doing if you don't resist it right of course and so I resisted it and then and then I just felt compelled in in a very intense way to to make start making spiritual memes this was in 20 the end of 2017 yes so and to offer my intuitive abilities to whoever felt that they needed it and 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 that was kind of like feeling like I was getting naked in front of people uh, actually <laughs> you yes. know I was like wait what like so it was, it was it was people knew I was witchy and whatnot but I was definitely stepping out of the broom closet in a big way. Yes spooky
0: spooky so you were like i'm gonna just freaking make this instagram account i'm gonna post like these crazy spiritual memes and like hopefully it will get to the people that it gets to and literally it has gotten to many (laughs) many people all across the world
1: well and i wanted to be a little subversive i like um you know like like we we started talking about before we started recording with the whole live and light thing you know i was i'm Okay, going into the darkness, the darkness to mean that's, you know, as we said, instead of shadow work, it's shadow play. You know, let's be let's be funny about it. Let's let's lighten up the mood. Let's and a lot of spiritual teachers talk about investing humor into what we do. Now, a lot of modern day coaches and people don't a lot of people are like, God, their sense of humor is so so remarkably absent (laughs) Um, and to be so serious about everything. And I get it. There's a lot of very difficult, challenging things and a lot of suffering going on in the world. Um, And it it doesn't mean we can't, uh, we can't find laughter in the midst of the pain.
0: Yeah. And that's why I fell in love with you because I'm like, if someone's going to do my astrology and do like my natal chart and like, really I'm going balls to the wall, I want them to be, hilarious and fun because like you said it can be boring and a lot of people in the spiritual community because we are in the spiritual community you and i we're it's so funny and i don't know if you agree with me on this but i feel like quote unquote spiritual people are sometimes the meanest and most attacking (laughs) people in
1: like the world
0: like i don't understand it have you experienced that
1: Absolutely. Um, I think it also goes back, you know, a lot of people come from some spiritual background, a lot of Westerners being Christianity, and they just carry over God and start calling it the universe. They just take all the authority and and transfer it into different language. And that means that their biases and their prejudices come with it, you know? So true. hundred percent.
0: I've noticed like when I really started to come out of the broom the broom closet, as you call it, and I started really embracing like my spooky side and really being who I truly was placed on this earth to be, a lot of spiritual people like really came for me because I like you like to make jokes and I'm and I'm really I'm harsh in a lot of ways and I know that about myself. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I'm not as effective as the person that's like love, light
1: yeah peace hair grease you know yeah piece hair grease yeah I, I mean absolutely and that that's um, there's a how's it there's you know a hundred and hundred 300,000, whatever doors to enlightenment, you yes, know, or pass yes. through it to enlightenment, you know, many paths, you know, one destination, which is just wholeness. So, you know, uh, you know, my favorite meme is the one where they show the bondage room of that. Like there's, you know, all these doors, all these, you know, ways to enlightenment and I show bondage. So, you know, the, the humor, right. Or show the, 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 BDSM dungeon, yes. um, that's how I feel sometimes, but you know. Um, yeah. I, I mean and and also I think in the spiritual community we we make suffering too sacred. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a little thing that I'm glad of over at this point. Is can and if you want to make your sacred suffering or your suffering sacred, then do that. Um but it, it's But a don't little... put it on the other people. Like you have to yeah. suffer and do what
0: I say yeah. is your way to be going to the next level or whatever.
1: Exactly. I, I mean, we want to honor our path. Obviously, we want to I've been through a lot of suffering. But, you know, I like walking, as I say, the path of the, you know, the line between the sacred and the profane. Yeah. And it's all the same. It it's truly, all the same. Shit. It truly is. Yeah.
0: Now, do you feel like you going through a lot of things in your life is what kind of brought you to the place that you are now as the country <laughs> clairvoyant and doing all the things that you're
1: doing? Yeah. I mean, I say we have to be ever we've been to be where we are. So, you know, I always had this sense of spirituality or this really, we can define it in my younger years as hunger, right? To connect to something. Uh, So I invested into Christianity because that was offered towards me. Although as a kid, I would talk to people who are more aware of Eastern religions and that they would say that's a very Eastern philosophy. Uh, Where did you learn that? And I mean, this is me being like 10 years old and I was like, I don't know. I just feel this way. So, you know, I brought that to the table as well. Um, But really, of course, when I, when I came out, uh, you know, as, as a gay uh, human at 18, uh, you know, I lost most of my church friends except for one, Um, you know, all these things shifted. So it was, it was, it was, it, it it forced me, so to speak, into the path of exploring different paths, right? You know, different answers, different things, and and it was serious for a while uh, here and there. But you know, um, uh, but find I had to actively find the joy, if you want to say it like that, or the laughter in all of it you know, uh, because I learned that we could be you can be a messy bitch and be a Buddha at the same time. <laughs> I love it. I love you, it. You don't you don't have to be one or the other. Right. Um, you can embrace all of it. And and that is where the wholeness comes in. And that's where the wisdom is. Yes, I agree. I loved your uh, meme the other day, and it was like a a
0: carousel. Is like, is is this a mudra or is this a gang sign? Yeah, right. (laughs) And I was literally dying. Like, I was like, oh my god, because I posted a meme of yours once, and it was like a nun or some kind of saint. was doing a gang yeah. set and I just thought that was so freaking funny. Yeah. And so many people came for me like, do you know that's the Crips or the Bloods? Or I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't live in South Central LA, honey. I live in the boondocks of East Cuddy bumfuck New Hampshire. I don't, ca- they, like. I don't they, care.
1: But they also, it looks like they're mudras. I mean, they, I they do. It's so, so true. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really fascinating how, you know, there's a lot of overlap (laughs) and nothing's new under the sun. Let's face it. Like, you know, gang signs and mudras are going to look the same because you're using hand signs and probably they're probably also related to, you know, um, yeah, to, (laughs) you know, uh, to, what's the word that's given to hand to sign language? Yes, you know. Yes, I mean, 100%. so yeah, nothing's new. Nothing's new, but you can look at it through and connect dots. That's really what I love to do: is connect the dots. That's a good way. That's a really good way of being funny. Is connecting the dots. You're the best. Dots. You're well, the best at connecting you. the dots because you'll post something on social, and I will be
0: like, "How freaking smart is this?" Because you have to be smart <laughs> to be funny. <laughs> you have to be, honestly,
1: you have to be kind of a genius to be funny, like you are. Well, thank you. Well, you have to allow for. I'd say genius is just the allowance for things uh allowance for whatever i think that's true for any person albert einstein to da vinci to anybody who's who's considered a genius you just don't shut any doors yeah so from my perspective anyone can be a genius if you just drop your judgments get a little silly as well allow for the insanity or what people be on the fringe of things i think that's a big part of it you know being a queer person and, and, and being forced into the margins has, has really allowed me to look at things from a different perspective. And, and again, it kind of forced me to, in some capacity, not, yes. I, I don't know if I would have consciously chosen it because it wasn't right. comfortable, but yeah, you got to look at it from the sidelines and look at everyone in their in their doing their shit. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So, so. W- Obviously, I know what you specialize in
0: because you're my astrologer and we've had, yeah. you know, sessions before and I like yeah. absolutely die for them. But tell all the HBICs out there in individually, like, what is your like, specialty? So, like, if they want to hire you to do their astrology, yeah. what does that mean? Because a lot of people don't know.
1: Yeah. So my intuition really is the thing. I just seem to be able to pick up on things and know shit. Um, yeah, you, as yeah, you, you, you do. know. Yep. And so that... That happens a lot. Um, but the astrology helps to channel it, right? A card just helps to channel itself. So I do love doing the astrology because it's a map, right? It's all there in one circle. So, you know, we get your birthday, we get your birth time, we get your location. Uh, I do read for people who don't have that. Again, yes. that is um, if, as long as you have your birthday. But I even have people that don't have that. So we can't always do the astrology with that. Yes. But, you know... Um, but if we do have the basic birthday even starting there we can look at the transits for that day and see where you are and of course all of it just represents energy right yes. for anyone out there like the planets their archetypes they they all represent something and so it just helps you tune in like saturn is one of my favorites he's the bdsm person he's, he's authority daddy. right yeah, exactly saturn daddy, daddy. <laughs> it's authority on authority right like that's saturn right there and jupiter is always something expansive or wanting jupiter likes to go overboard right on things sometimes especially depending on the sign so you know we just look at where that is in your chart and, and 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 how again connecting those dots how everything connects and what's going on and how you're you know what what's the what's the what's the the fuckery in your life what's Hello. what's what's the what's the weather so we also look at what's going on now as you know and um and see where it's all going and then for me there's just a really strong dose of intuition oh, you yeah. know i have my teacher who taught me a lot of things say i'm not an astrologer i'm just really intuitive and yeah. i don't disagree with that yeah. i just can look at the chart and then it's almost it's like things just start filtering it yeah and the it's labels like, just keep us small Because if you're like, I'm just an astrologer, then like
0: where's the intuition where's the room for like you know spirit to come in and all these different things i, I agree with you 100 percent
1: well and i think that's limited me to some degree um I, I, it was a conscious choice though i i wanted to throw everything out there i wanted i didn't want to be like well i'm just gonna curate an astrology account because i probably could have grown really big if yeah. i only did astrology in the beginning right and i'm like okay we're gonna do a little astrology and i've limited most of my astrology memes to whatever season we're in so we're in scorpio so post Scorpio things, right? So that I'm here for the Scorpio. Well, me too. It's one of my favorite energies. So, so, you know, I, I decided that I would also talk about trauma in relationship to our journey because it's a big part of it, the psychology behind certain things, you know, and also be goofy with it and look at it. And 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 like one of my favorite memes recently was like a, a, a tunnel going underneath a bridge and it looked, you know, super sketch and sus and, and it said free hugs in the arrow. I saw that. And it was me like it was like me confusing, you know, my need for safety You know, with also my need for danger, you know, type of thing. And so, you know, I I mean, I like like incorporating uh, all of that into it. And and so I'm a little over the place. But it, by the way, it, yeah, it's very conscious. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't just, I, I, I'm all over the place on purpose. Right? I know.
0: Like, I remember the first um, time you read me and you were like, I'm really sorry if I'm all over the place. And I was like, honey, I am picking up what you're putting down because yeah. I'm the same as you. Like I can yeah. get wild, but it's only because yeah. spirit is like working through me. And I'm like, so excited yeah. to tell you what is coming through, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and then, as you know, we narrow it down to some. So speaking of the sessions, normally the first, the beginning of the first half is all over the place. And then we start to narrow it down into some form of action. Right. What are the steps you can take? So I don't like showing up for people and just being like, well, I'm going to tell you about things you already know, because most people already know about who they are through their birth chart and things like that. So I'm like, let's talk about like maybe some things you don't know. Right, right. As well. And maybe dive into some of the traumas. So I get a lot of people. And so I look at the chart to see what could be holding you back, as you know. And mm-hmm. then what we do is we, we come up with an action plan. Like, what do you do? Are we going to look at your values? Are we going to look at your needs? Are we going to look at what's the next step in your creative adventure? You know, and, and, and go in that direction. You know, and, and yeah, and everyone gets homework because, as you know, we need homework. Uh, it's, it's not called a spiritual practice by accident. We need yep. to practice. I'm, as you know, my background is in personal training. I was an exercise scientist. So, you know, I've learned, I've taken a lot of what I've learned from that. And what people don't know is there's a lot of psychology in personal training because we're not just changing the body we're rewiring the mind Absolutely. and remapping the mind along with the body in order for the person to to be healthier and on multiple levels so there's a lot of psychology in the past we called the behavior modification i don't right. necessarily like that word anymore mm-hmm. I, I like just more behavior awareness and the capability of of redirecting those behaviors and so that's what we do in a session too as you know like we look at what are some of the behaviors that might be impeding your progress, because I get a ton of creative humans, a ton of entrepreneurs, a ton of writers, a ton of artists. And I love it, by the way, of course, because I understand all of these things. And, and we always, everyone who comes to me, there's two things that are happening. They're letting go of something and they're up-leveling, you know, until, and the letting go really comes in the recognition, Right. Of those patterns, behaviors and then replacement, something else. And that, there's the upgrade. Right. Because I say if you draw a line on a circle, you call it end; It's also the beginning. Yes. So, you know, you can't have one without the other. So everyone who comes at me is at that point. There is something that is coming through for them and and they're they're hitting a new a new level. Always. Yeah. When I first did my first session
0: with you, I remember and uh, we had talked about this before we got on, so I'm not gonna yeah. like tell everybody what it is, only you and I yeah. know. But yeah. you had said something to me about what I was gonna do going forward with my career. And I was like I was like, Christian, please, child, that is not happening, honey. And then today, <laughs> before we started recording, I told him and he's just like <laughs> laughing his ass off because he's like, I yeah. told you, bitch. Like I yeah. told you and I was like, Oh my God, you're you're so freaking right. But Just because it's something that maybe we're not looking at or maybe we don't desire at the moment doesn't mean it's not the right thing for our next uplevelment.
1: Exactly. It doesn't mean it's all comfy cozy either. Oh, comfy, cozy. Well, you know, that's the thing. I want it to be as comfortable as possible for people. I like that because research shows that we don't really learn in a space of trauma drama, right, where we're activated because literally there are parts of our brain that malfunction and shut down. But how can we find the comfort and the discomfort? right like how can we find a little which is where the self care comes in right where yes. the ritual comes in i'm going to light the candle i'm going to light burn the incense i'm going to i'm going to take the bath i'm going to read the book i'm going to become still i'm going to meditate if we can find the stillness of that space within the the perceived chaos or the changes and and the discomfort so what research really shows is we don't ever leave our comfort zone nope. this is something i really want to teach and and talk about to a lot of people out there in the world is we don't have to leave our comfort zone not what we do. What we end up doing is we carry it with us and we go to the edge of the comfort zone and it's like a bubble and we slowly expand it. Mm-hmm. So we're expanding. So we get comfortable in our talents in our abilities in our consciousness in, in our practice. And it's within that space that we can, it, like the full card in, in to row, we, we get our knapsack, right? We, yes. we gather our tools, we get everything we need, and then we embark.
0: Oof, right? I have literal chills from you saying this right now because, yeah. you know, we always say like nothing good comes from a comfort zone. But I love how you're I like, no, so you're just tired of that. <laughs> I, I, I and you know what, Christian? I'm the first one. I'm like the worst. I always say that because I deal with a lot of people who have such faulty yeah. programming and they're so deeply entrenched in their Absolutely. limiting beliefs in their story. So I get like, because, you know, I'm like. We want to leave.
1: We want to clear out the comfort zone is what we want to do. Clear it out of the trash of our conditioning, the trash of the trauma, all of that so that we can look at our space and go, how am I going to redecorate? Yeah. Right. And then we go out and we get things to redecorate the space and and we go we to can, spiritual home goods. Exactly. Right. <laughs> eh, thank you very much. The, the We're going to be the spiritual Maxinistas. Yes. And, you know, and and we we get what we what we require for the comfort. And then that's when we can expand. I love That's that. when we go bigger. That's when so a lot of people that come to me, what we do is say, okay, let's find the tool. Okay, you're in demo day. Let's say that, right? Like you're having a tower moment for people that know Tarot out there. Like, you know, for people that don't know, like the tower moment is when like things are falling apart, right? But it's demo day. So I'm yes. like, let's go get the sledgehammer. What do you want to rebuild? My nipples what, are
0: so hard right now right? I love it? the tower. I
1: love death right? and rebirth. It's my favorite. Yeah. And and so what do we need to get rid of? you know, and then rebuild. So the tower, the whole structure is not destroyed, but a piece of it's destroyed, yes. right? Through insight, through lightning, that's Uranus, that's Aquarius energy. So mm-hmm. it's like the insights come and oh my gosh, my brain is suddenly overexploding. I like to say with crown chakra orgasms, yes. right? And so we're having those crown chakra orgasms. Wow. And it's like, it's like, it's shaken shit up, right? Because that's what orgasms do. Mm-hmm. And it moves us. And so we do that. And, and then all of a sudden we, we come out of it and we look and we're in the rubble, right? Yeah. We're like, well, what am I going to rebuild? I mean, what bricks am I going to keep? What am I going to do? So it's important to have the food we need, the nourishment we need. And that's part of the comfort, right? Yes. To, we, it's, it's hard to, to do anything if we're starving so we want to right so we want to find the food we want to we want to we want to nourish ourselves and then in that nourishment that's what we're doing today you and Mm -hmm. i having this discussion nourishing whoever needs this information right to go forward to to assist in 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 Becoming comfortable in the uncomfortable, but know that once we, and that's what we do, like I said, through the meditation, through the practice, and then we can carry that out and we yes. can push. And and I love the fact that pushing on the comfort zone, because if we're comfortable within our skins, within our bodies, uh, there's nothing we can't do. So true. I think
0: so. My clients from all across the globe, when they see the tower card or they see yeah. like the, the death coming, yeah. right? Yeah. They shit a purple Twinkie, honey. They are like, no. And I actually (laughs) you know, I actually after twenty plus years of doing this work, and I think you could probably attest this too, when I see the tower when I see the tower card in Tarot, when I know that like, oh shit, like if I don't put down this bag of dead fucking bodies that I'm dragging around with me, I'm never gonna be able to go to the next level. I get excited now and I wish What would be your best advice for like when that that tower moment comes, how should we
1: embrace it so it is not as uncomfortable? So be really honest with yourself. I say I'm not a necromancer. So anything that's dead, you know, I'm not going to bring back to life. Right. Um, But I do know. So if that's a creative project, if that's a relationship, if that's a pattern. That's trying to live within me through my fear or my shame or my grief, you know? So what my perception is, is that we want to get clear on how we're operating, what's going on. What are the tools that we have? Uh, for me when I was very younger and I was still using the four agreements was always a big tool to oh, start off it. with. That's old school shit. And still yeah. good though. Still oh, good. He is still on the number on like he's still top 5 yeah. he It's been top five best selling books ever within the self-help community. Um For good Um, reason. honestly, It's so
0: simple. If you just follow those four things, like your life will be exponentially better.
1: Well, and the first one is be impeccable with your word, which I say, be honest, be honest, be honest, be honest. He says, you don't need another agreement. You make that one agreement. You're honest with yourself. That's it. So, so I think when you're going through that moment, our inclination is potentially to disassociate, to redirect our attention away from it, to run from the pain and try and find something pleasurable, right? Through the pain pleasure cycle. And so if we are in that discomfort, what we want to do, I would say, <laughs> it's very Capricorn of me, is I, the obstacle is the way. Yes. Go toward what the difficulty is. And that's really a big part of the trauma healing is the assumption as I need to run away from the discomfort of whatever the pain is. When really in therapy, the therapist helps you gently turn toward it. Yes. Right. So, but we can learn to do this within ourselves. We can learn to say, okay, I'm feeling discomfort. I'm having an emotional reaction. I'm a t- struggling regulating because the tower can be that too. And the tower can be something very physical, be something internal. Um, it can be both. And, and so we want to, depending on the other cards around there, or depending on how we're feeling about things. We, If we're reading tarot or you're just feeling like you're having tower moment, then, then attempt become still stop the doing stop the fixing stop the 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 uh, the running preach, you know A, and then and i would say you're running towards something you're running away from something Come most are. people are running away from something yep so so in that begin make that your practice of asking all the questions as part of the act of honesty like what is what am i doing in my fuckery what am i doing in 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 my dysfunction what what's you know and am i the drama
0: <laughs> oh, honey, am I the villain? <laughs> am I the villain? You're your that own is. villain, era.
1: Yeah, like you so, think it's everybody else, but it's really you. It can be absolutely. Uh, once we start clarifying, we might start witnessing or noticing uh, the dysfunction in others. Yeah, and because we've seen it in ourselves, and that's really the point in life where we start to embody compassion right For ourselves and for others you and I talked about that as well We've talked about that because yes. a lot of my clients in their values will talk about being compassionate but it'll be for everyone else and not themselves absolutely But, but from my perspective that we if we really ground in our own honesty, the compassion starts to to really arrive. it's not it's not a performative compassion right yes. at that point it's a depth of going, oh my god, I've acted totally insane like these people. Uh, I can't possibly maintain a sense of Anger toward them, or or annoyance because I've had this within myself, and that's where the compassion comes. That doesn't mean you tolerate it, by the way. Right? <laughs> it doesn't mean that you condone it um, or allow it in your life. Uh, there's lots of people I've said I love you, but I can't live with you. Um, you know, I can love you unconditionally, but I can't live with you unconditionally. So it doesn't mean that you you allow for the things to happen, but it does mean you recognize it, and and so. Yeah. So I think that if you're in that moment out there and you're really struggling, the the thing to do is become still. That doesn't mean you don't do things. For me, becoming still sometimes is cleaning and organizing. uh,
0: That's me. Well, you're so Capricorn. That's so in your sign. And and my my,
1: Virgo, all my Virgo going on. So I do something. So going back to the comfort, what can you do right now that will make you comfortable that will not destroy your life? Right, like meaning, don't go to drugs or alcohol if you yes. can help it. Um, you know what can you do right now? So if you're avoiding something, chances are turning toward it is going to be the 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 best thing you can do. But get still in that process. Yeah. Right, we have to S- and slow and down.
0: Yeah, yeah, sit with it. Well, that's the default mechanism, right? Of especially people, because most people that you work with are probably yeah. Type A personalities, overachievers. A they want to do, gain more, be more, ex- be more successful. All those things. Yeah. But like, I don't know how you are in this way. But when I start seeing my life falling apart, I almost like feel like the roadrunner. I have to like go faster and start doing more, and it's like that can actually become the most <laughs> bamboozlement and fuckery that I can even put myself in, because then you just get yeah. tangled up in the bullshit
1: because chances are you missed a step you missed a step along the way is the reason why things are are falling apart right and it could be as simple as date night with your partner yeah right i need to reconnect to my partner i need to i need to have date night with them i need to i need to um love on them i need to i need to take a bath i need to um for me uh, if I'm not watching what's going on in my emotions, then they're, they're, then it, that can show up in my body. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'm I'm not paying attention here. Or I told myself a story. I was like, Oh, I can deal with it. Well, then my emotional body's like, we're angry about this bitch. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, Oh, fine. I'm angry. I'm annoyed. I'm bothered. And so That's when to your point, I pause and I say, okay, I'm going to sit with this. I'm going to recognize the anger, recognize where does this come from? What comes from my trauma? It comes from when I was a kid, when I didn't feel like I had control over my life and couldn't choose. And I'm like, wait, I'm an adult now. I don't, I I can choose, right? I don't need to ignore what's happening. Yes. Right. Uh, right. because in, 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 a, in, in, in an attempt to disassociate from the intense amount of pain right. that I'm, I'm suffering, mm-hmm. you know? So again, it's a big, it's a big part of the spiritual practice is becoming friends with our process. Yes.
0: <laughs> you <know>? And becoming <laughs> friends with the demons, right? Cause like chilling, like chilling with them sometimes is the best thing you can do
1: for yourself exactly and and I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I don't like demons, so let's let's define demons. they're the dysfunctional behaviors there' the, right. they're the habits there's that that are uh, that are dysfunctional, that are working against us. Right. they're the passive aggressive tendencies they're they're related to the fear. so you know one of my questions constantly for people is, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? yeah it's easy. So you can pause in your moment and you can go, what am I afraid of? Why do I feel like I have to fix this? Because the fear is, well, if I don't fix it, then it's, it's going to be bad. But sometimes it's not about the fixing. Sometimes it's about recognizing what's going on and, and dropping it. Yes. Sometimes there is nothing to fix. Absolutely hundred percent. And that's the thing is I really, really,
0: really suggest in all of the things that I do is you call it shadow play, but people know it better as shadow work. But I think Absolutely. that we, re- I think we need to bring shadow play. I think we need to make that the word
1: instead of the shadow work. Cause it just sounds better. I
0: like it better. but People I'm don't like, want to do that work, Christian. And that's, that's really a problem.
1: Well, and that goes back to the pain. I mean, being honest with your fuckery and the behaviors that you've experienced, um, that maybe you adopted even from your parents and you've attempted to ignore and to pause and go, oh my God, I'm doing that. I'm like my parents. I'm like these humans that I really loathed or or felt did me harm and I'm doing the same harm to myself or to others. You know, I come from a lineage of women who were abused and they've just perpetuated it. Yes. And I'm just, I'm always, I'm constantly like, how could you let your mother... Or how can you allow your mother to still live in you and do those things and not see it for what it is? Right. You know, uh, going all the way back, you know, to my great grandmother, my great great grandmother. You know, I'm like they, they perpetuated it. So to their to their children, they treated the same way their parents taught them. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, you only know what you know. You learn what you learn. Um, but again, going back to the self awareness of the spiritual journey, we have to pause, and we don't have to. You don't have to do anything, right. but it certainly benefits us to go. What the fuck am I doing? And why am like I doing it a thousand it? times a day? By yeah, the way. <laughs> exactly. And and you know, um, of course, some people say like the whole "What would Jesus do?" And I'm just like, "What would?" you do like if you weren't under the influence of all this junk um so yeah I, i think the shadow work sometimes to put it a different way is we go into the attic and we go into the basement and we clear the clutter Yeah. You know, and and there's junk down there. There's, you know, there's potentially, you know, raccoons and squirrels and shit have built their nests in your head. So you got to go clean out the shit. Literally. Absolutely. Now, I have a I have another question for you because I love to talk to my
0: peer groups about this type of stuff. Do you feel like you have sensed or witnessed lately that? people's entire identity is in their healing. Like they always feel like they have to be healing something and healing something and healing something. And and do you, so A, do you see that? And B, do you think it's like always the best thing?
1: Um, Yes. To the first question, I see it. And second, is it always no. Um, We don't use the bathroom and then go uh, test our urine or our shit all the time. Right, we're not going. (laughs) Let me go and look at this. I need a fecal fecal sample. Exactly. Like I mean, so it's kind of like constantly getting fecal samples, and I think it's 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 a way of if you want to call it the ego or the shadow side or whatever, perpetuating the pain body as Eckhart Tolle might even say, of perpetuating itself. So part of of healing involves looking at the stuff, but research has shown that that. Um, self-reflection can quickly become brooding and the brooding is the unhealthy side of self-reflection the same with bitching bitching to me is different than complaining if we need to get it out if we're impacted by something telling somebody close to you or a therapist or somebody how you feel about something and how it's impacting you and getting it out is different than constantly pointing out what's wrong with your life hallelujah And so there's two different things. And not a lot of people talk about this. Just because you need to bitch about something doesn't mean you're not grateful for your life. It means I feel emotionally impacted by something and I need to verbally process it. And so you process it and then you move on. Then you decide, what can I do about it? If I can do something about it, I will. If I can't, then I'm gonna accept it and do something else. Redirect my focus. So that's, that's the bitching part of it. The complaining part of the brooding part goes back to the constant healing part. This happened to me. And it's the perpetuating of the victim nature, which I don't judge. I think the brooding part is part of the process to recognize when we're stuck in the loop. yes, and and I think a lot of people are capitalizing off of their dysfunction and and unaware that they're in the dysfunction. So you know, part of the healing process also is the oversharing sometimes, going to that extreme. And so I think the need to heal. Um, becomes can become a hungry ghost to use a buddhist term yes um and so we constantly become a walking black hole for that so it goes back to the deficit how can i be healed and we are on a journey and we are in a process and there there's there's always something there's maintenance in this life so part of it is so the assumption here is is that there's an arrival point and self-actualization and this is based in a lot of research is not an arrival. Self-actualization is a lived experience where we are perpetually uh, maintaining um, through a sense of vigilance—not hypervigilance, but let's say just awareness or consciousness of our, of fine-tuning our process. An artist is is going to learn how to paint or draw or sculpt and practice that, so they don't go. Uh, they might say, I need to perfect this, but perfecting healing is a different thing yes. because healing is points in our mind and our bodies points to patterns. So it's a recognition factor, really. And the root of the word healing means whole. Um. So and the root of the word trauma means wound. But in our brains, when we have a wound in our body, it's a cut, right? Usually or an infection. So there's a way to bring that back together. In our minds, is a pattern that repeats. So it's a hamster wheel. Yes. So it's about recognizing we're on the wheel and stepping off. And if we want to talk about it, that's great. That's fine. Healing journeys are great. There's a lot of people that need the, the, the affirmation of people seeing that. A lot of people capitalize off of it. Um, But I think there's a difference between playing the victim and then telling your story for the sake of supporting others and contributing to the world. Oh my God, you Um, said it. Yeah. You said it. Yeah.
0: There's a a song by um, Tony Jones. I don't know if you know who (laughs) he Tony Jones is she's like a she's a singer but she like does like a spoken word spiritual stuff I can send you some of her stuff I think so yeah she, she's amazing but yeah, one of her song different. yeah she has two songs and one is healing is not my purpose yeah no and I freaking love that song because it's so true like we think like once you go on this healing journey like my purpose is to heal and they don't understand that healing happens in layers and it's not linear and it's and it's gonna take a whole lifetime and who even knows what happens after we shuffle off this mortal coil and the second yeah. song is Being real is the new fake. So all these people (laughs) on Instagram and on social that are like, I'm so real. I'm going to tell you my real raw story. It's like, like you said, they're capitalizing on being it's performative. performative. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's swept the spiritual community now is
1: all this performative bullshit. Well and what frustrates me about it, and I talk about this a lot, is a lot of my stuff gets stolen. My quotes get stolen. Always. I know you've seen them. I know a lot of my friends send me things and they even send me things. They're like, Isn't this yours? I always tag you.
0: Well every time I share And I don't mind,
1: and I don't mind the memes, whatever, fine. But like when it's my literal quote, when it's my literal tweet and other people are putting their name on it, it gets a little frustrating. Even like, I mean, I I find that to be a little disconcerting when people do that, but it happens in spiritual community constantly. And this also points to, if we're looking at social media, the constant need to create content. And to find content and to maintain a sense of relevancy, and I think people really just aren't up to the task. I think there are a lot of humans out there that just are not innately um a fountain of creativity. Do you take so, breaks from social? um I did this summer while I was working on my second book uh because it was really difficult for me to maintain it, plus like as we discussed earlier, um you know privately, but I don't care people know this summer just there were a lot of Things to do. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of family. There was a lot going on. So I was not as active, um, uh, you know, here and there. But I'll tell you, I, I don't I have never approached what I do the same way as other people. I don't compartmentalize it. So for me, social media is a natural part of my life at this point. Um, it's part of my job because it is a big, that's how I find the clients find me. Um, it's how I find great people. So it's it's and when I was a textile designer, I also would go home and and draw at night and paint and do things for exhibits. Um, and so my life wasn't like, oh, well, I get burnt out. A lot of people use this excuse and it frustrates me because I, I mean, I understand it. And I felt this way before, but I don't let it impede my creativity is that I w- well, I don't care that I was at work all day designing. I'm so passionate about what I do that I'm going to keep doing it. And I had a friend the other day say, you know, we were hanging out and he said, well, will you teach me some tarot? And I was like, well, why not? I was like, absolutely. And he was like, well, I just didn't know because it's basically your job. And I didn't know if like, if you wanted, if you needed separation. And I was like, there is no separation in my life. (laughs) I'm- I'm always I'm always a tarot reader, I'm always an astrologer. I'm always, same. you know, all of it's always there at any given point in time and I just go to that, you know, that part of me and just pull it out. So I don't mind talking about anything at any given point in time that I'm working on. And social media I feel the same way. I don't allow social media. Let me be clear about this and I w- I really would encourage other people to do this to influence me. I I I won't uh, and I do this in my life by the way. I don't want to anybody's fuckery to be personal. And this goes back to the second agreement, don't take anything personal. Yes. Um and so I let it's difficult when people are haters when they're bullying, when they're doing which is really what haters are right. Yeah. When it gets difficult when I have to confront somebody which I had to do this summer uh, who verbatim basically took one of my quotes and put his name on it and and i was and i went to him and i said listen this is a chapter in my book i was like i shared it with the world through a tweet i was like if you would like to share my tweet please do but don't put your name on it that's just that lacks integrity from my perspective um and 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 how was it received how was that received (laughs) he actually, he took it down. He listened to me. He's a writer too. I hope that he would understand, um, uh, you know, what's going on and, and so forth. And so, you know, it gets difficult in circumstances like that. And it gets difficult in life when like my book deal falls through. And by the way, that happened on the same day, uh, this Mm -hmm. summer.
0: So when it rains, it pours honey.
1: Yeah. So, so those, those things, become difficult but but showing up for social media is not i understand that a lot of people struggle with that but it, it it's it's a vehicle we I, I don't think if you're if you're doing this work right now you can get around it for very long
0: i'm literally um, jizzing <clears> in my <throat> pants right now I, yeah. I know you can't see it but i am because <laughs> <laughs> i wish you could because i business coach so many creatives that are like us yeah. they're in the healing world yeah. the spiritual world whatever and they're like I hate making social media things because it's just so overwhelming. And and then I batch all my work. And I'm like, dude, that's not being an inspired creative. No wonder why you want to put a gun in your mouth every time you fucking open up Instagram yeah. because it's not
1: real shit. Well, find your balance. It, I used to batch in the beginning and that worked for me. I've learned that I I, 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 ne- I can't necessarily do that. Why? Because there were a lot of days i had already gotten something prepared and something had happened and it might be off it might be triggering, um, you know, and I was like, or it just didn't align with whatever the trend was in that moment. And you have to ride the wave if you're going to maintain a sense of relevancy with it. And you're be willing to adapt, improvise and overcome, as Bear Grill says in, his, in that meme, you know. And so I was so I, I had to learn very early on the first year of this work and also be providing my intuitive talents um, was being flexible, being willing, being adaptable, allowing for things. And so, I think that's also difficult for people because social media sometimes ask us to do that. Um, you know, they're, if you're a psychologist or you're 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 making, you know, you're hiring someone to do infographics or things like that. I think that's fine. I, I think I like to stay stay uh, stay on social media, see what people are posting, see what what's what's you know, it give, provides me content, it provides me with inspiration. Um, I would say it's probably about three hours a day. Um, a lot of people know that's a lot, but it's part of my job. Yeah. So I'm like, I write, I do sessions and I'm on social media. And again, it's, I was inspired to do this. Also, I asked, by the way, before that, you, we talked about how did the country clairvoyant and, and country clairvoyant came to be in the beginning? Well, I wanted a platform. And so actually about eight months before I had worked really hard on another platform and posted every day and did things and it didn't go anywhere. I got a thousand followers. When well, the first month of posting beginners luck, by the way, the country clairvoyant, I had 10,000 followers. Crazy. And so now I also had hit it really hard uh, as some people know this story, um, with it. And, um, but you know, I, I think, uh, it's difficult if you have kids if you have there are some people i know and i have friends that just aren't inspired by social media don't force it right but i think find your groove in it you know and 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 i think people too aren't used to being so creative on it and and having to and again, I'm like, how can I look at something from a different perspective, right? How can I look at the trauma from it? How can you make trauma funny? That's hard, by the way. It you is know? So hard. I mean, it's really it's so hard to hard. be like, because it, it's even difficult to to make spiritual things because people hold them so close, right? They're so, it's so precious to them. And so it, it's, it's, it's very difficult for that sometimes, but it's changing. And I'm at, You know, I'm at the forefront of the change and I'm here for it. Um, I want to continue it. And I I think that for those that are struggling with social media, again, find what works for you. Um, Again, I don't take breaks um, because... I, my creativity slows down. I yeah. lose momentum. Yeah. I, I, clients don't come, even regulars. It's so bizarre. It's like the universe like is out like, of sight,
0: out of mind, energetically.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like the universe is like, you have to maintain this. Yeah. And again, when I was like, when I did a lot of research as an author and realizing publishers really don't support your agents and that don't really support you the way that they used to. Absolutely. um, I think that's because of also just resources. There are so many writers now. There's so many people, performers and things like this doing work that, you know, it's difficult. You, you, You have to become your own PR firm as Absolutely. you know Absolutely. right and, and you have to be willing to step in front of people and show all your pieces um and show your work that's my big thing right now and and um a really quick a really small part of the process of the, the second book I was working on I thought I was going to write like this power of now work, right or whatever like uh, to your point rather boring just like throwing out the information like you know kind of robotic even And i've written lots of sections of it so when the publisher arrived i was like yeah i've got something so i sent it to him he's like oh this is like everything out there he's <sighs> like you're more unique you he's are. like so so ken he's like i want it dripping with christian is how he said it which yeah, tickled right. me yes. so i was like so i said to him i said okay i need three weeks i need three weeks give me three weeks and i'm going, I've got to sit on this. I think it actually took me four weeks, but I was going away for a week. And, um, and again, I think there was company coming another week. So it was just, it was this lot going on. So what I sat with it, I, I said, what do I, how do I write this? And what came through was show your work. I've noticed a lot of people on Instagram. So going back to the healers and all this, if we want to talk about the superficial quality really quick for a moment in this direction is I noticed a lot of artists. So I was told at a very young age as an artist, don't show incomplete work, but the millennials want to see the work younger generations want to know how the fuck did you arrive here? Right? How did you get to be this person? And in our case, how did you discover your wisdom? How did you embody it? How did you connect and, and even overcome your trauma, which I would say I'm not, I haven't overcome it. It still shows up, but there, there are days I'm more confident and days that I'm not. And, and, and I keep having to return to my tools, right? Like we talked about earlier, but in the, in the case of this, this story, number one, I had to adapt. I asked the book how it wanted to come through me. That was number one. And then the second thing I did is, well, what the voice that I heard was show your work. So it, I was like, I've got to talk about my spiritual practice. I've got to talk about my insecurities. I've got to talk about how I've used the humor to overcome these insecurities, and speak it in a in a language that people who connect with memes can understand as yes. well. And so all of this came through me. So one thing I found in the spiritual community, talking about the healers and stuff, is and there there is show your work. Now, I feel like a lot of these people are trying to do this and what they're really just doing over sharing and becoming the victim narrative. Yes. Right. Um, and 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 for me, it's like, OK, what do I want to share and show? Um, because I'm willing to tell my story. I, I've, I've been in the, the ditch. Right. I've been I, I've been killed by life many times, right? And resurrected and all these different things as many of us have. And so I was like, okay, let's talk about these processes. Let's talk, it's a lived in experience. And I don't think I could be doing this work if I hadn't lived it. And the other thing about a lot of these people out there is they haven't lived it they've read a book they've read some books and they haven't really gone it's speaking of scorpio season here and talking about diving deep um i say go deep right go deep when i say go deep i mean go deep and as i said recently in one of my tweets was and the safe word here is don't stop and so <clears throat> you want to keep you so you want to get past the superficiality and social media is very easy to be superficial. To, to be a curator, to, to show up in that space. And people of course are afraid of being seen that their imperfections are going to be seen because they haven't arrived yet so they'll put off the facade of arrival but there is no fucking arrival nope. actualization is everyday waking up and making the choice to live out of your integrity regardless of what other people say or do that is actualization um, I'm having and- a full-blown seizure right now I have, I'm
0: having a grand mal <laughs> seizure because this is like fucking gold <laughs> dripping off of your tongue with like rubies and diamonds and like I don't even know what and all these people that go and they're like, I'm a life coach. I took a life coach certification. It's like your fucking life yeah. is legit. Not to be rude, but it, your life is trash. You have no reason to tell anyone anything about anything just well, because you have it, a certification.
1: It, and if it's trash, then turn it into a treasure. That's part yes. of the process. That's 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 the tre- That's the work. You. It's it's difficult just to learn and and then you become a parrot you regard a spiritual raccoon turn yeah. your trash into trash. that's exactly <laughs> that's my philosophy please do a meme about that be a spiritual it, raccoon turn I, I, your trash I, I into trash. i can definitely do that so you know uh, we want to, if your life is trash that, uh, there's no judgment but you know we want to be i always say this we we are better practitioners when we are honest with ourselves in the work we're doing here and with ourselves first and foremost, and then we can carry that forward. And so again- You're going to attract more clients
0: when you're being your most authentic self and not being authentic to be authentic, just being who
1: you truly are. Well, I don't know if that's true, but I will will say this, I will say this. You might not attract them simply because people might not be ready for that level Mm -hmm. of honesty, Mm -hmm. but I'll say this, you are going to draw to you the perfect clients. I love that. That's the most I, important thing, right? I think so. Okay. So I could have a lot more clients. In the beginning, I got the people who were wanting their, to find their twin flame or who really were v- very immature in their approach, like law of attraction, junk, yes. all of those things. And it was it was difficult because those clients did not want to hear what I had to say. They came to me wanting to get the answer that they wanted to hear. We call that baby witch shit and ambitious. It is. I'm like, stop
0: doing the baby witch shit. No one cares about your moon water and your crystals and your Yoni. Yeah. Like, let's do the real
1: work. Well, and, and, you can have fun with that. Ritual is fine. If you're an earth sign, you're going to want the ritual. Yes. But let's be clear on why we're doing it um, and what the purpose behind it is. Because, by the way, your purpose is your purpose. Yes. Either, either your purpose is your purpose. Whatever. It, it doesn't have to be one thing. It is being purposeful. So the, the deal here is this, is that I said I want clients who are a little bit further along the path, please. I was like, this is... I'm drawing to me a lot of humans that just want the answers that they want, who are also grieving, right? And something, right? In their life and they can't get over it or all that stuff. And I still get clients like that. I still grieve things. I was four years grieving after, my, uh, after a five-year relationship, you know, so I get grief or whatever. The point is this though, is that I was willing to be honest about how I felt about all of it and just show up with it. And so I wanted clients who were in that space who were like, okay, I, I, I want to know... What I need clarity on this, what's coming through instead of setting up the expectation and going, I need to know what I want to know <laughs> yes, based on this formulaic vision within my head um, so that I feel safe. Yep. I don't want you to challenge the comfort, right? I don't want you to take me to the edge of the comfort zone and peer off of it. I want you to give me something that's going to make me, that's going to give me self-soothing vibes. And I was like, oh, well, we can find the clarity and through the clarity, we can find the comfort, but where you are right now is just complacent, right? Really yes. the comfort zone, becomes the complacent zone, right? Yep. So, um, so for me, it was, it was in the, in the drawing of the clients who did shift it. So I get many clients who've been on this path for a long time. They've had, as you, the many synchronicities, they've had the aha moments, they, they've had it, and, and they oftentimes just hit a, a bit of a snag, you know? That's what,
0: I mean, that's when I yeah. came to you. I was like at this impasse where I was like, I usually can figure this out on my own, but I like really vibe with him. And I'm yeah. like, I think he can really help me. And, I, and yeah. you know me, I was not looking for comfort.
1: No. And, and, and I'm, I love that when I get clients who do not want the comfort either. They, they want the, the, they want the reality of what comes. They don't want the birthday cake. They don't want the, the, the treat. What they want is they want the ingredients to continue or to me. I don't even give them the ingredients. All I do is I say, okay, you have this going on. You have this going on. You have this going on. Let's look at the ingredients and how can we make the cake? yes Right? Like what can we do? And, and, and before clients were like, I just want the fucking cake. I don't want to do anything about it. And I was like, no, that's not how this works because we're creative beings. Yeah. No, no. I'm not saying you can't manifest something. and just shows up on your doorstep because that has happened in my life Mm -hmm. and it happened for other humans that I know. Here's the deal that tends to be rare for most humans. You don't manifest something and it just happens most of the time. You should, I didn't manifest 70,000 followers on Instagram that's continuing to grow. What I did is I made a choice many years ago to say, okay, I want to do this spiritual work and I want to offer something to the world. And so I'm going to contribute of myself to this. And in the contribution, there is the creative momentum that takes place. Yes. And so that's what we're doing here. We're creating. And so, you know, anyone who's out there who's kind of stuck is going to be important to look at what you've already created, what you've been working on. What do you love? What do you want to do? And then move in that direction instead of saying, "What's the world going to give me?" Which is a trauma reaction. Absolutely. I'm I'm afraid to put myself out there. I'm afraid to go create. I'm afraid to to be on social media. All of it, a lot of it comes down to that. I have a good friend of mine. She she won't mind if I say this. I would say, you're amazing on camera. You need to show your face more. And it 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 I it keep getting tickled because more and more like the energy is pushing her in that direction. And I'm like, you just have such a brilliant energy about you. you and by the way it's been pushing me in that direction as well um so i saw it in her and we're, we're kind of tandem in our development in a lot of ways so um so what's really fabulous about it is we'll get those hits right and we'll be moving in the direction so you know i resist it too we all resist it we all do it but the be clear about it right we want to we want to be clear about it and if you want what you want then you got to do something about it so right? true
0: and where did Kunti come from? Was it Kunti? Kunti <laughs> came from Cause Everyone loves Kunti by the way. Right? So let's let's so let's Cunty. talk about Kunti Clairvoyant.
1: Kunti. So okay, so Kunti was really an inspired character. I have a handful of characters, but she was one that came through at the beginning of doing it. So I did a lot of videos with her. It was it was a little scary to do. Um but she, really it was it wasn't intended as a jab. It wasn't intended for her to to be sarcastic around anything or anything although it is satire. Um But very early on in my account, as I touched on earlier, is I was really tired of uh, this constant bombardment of the love and light, this constant bypassing, as people say, which, uh, you know, in saying no one can really bypass you, people bypass themselves, and then they bring that to the table. So don't bypass yourself ever, right, which is to say don't allow other people to say things to you to influence your 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 personal bypassing. They will try to bypass you though, definitely. Um but they're just not accessing something within themselves when they do that. So that's what I kept seeing is there wasn't this depth. Um there were people who were spouting depth, right? Uh going back to the healing uh, modalities and the, the very superficial humans. And so I was just like, well, I had just broken up with a friend, by the way, not not a boyfriend. <laughs> it was it wasn't a relationship like that, it was just a friend. And she was a Gemini and really Looney Tunes. I mean, she really was, which is why I was like, I have to I have to stop this. Um, I mean, lied a lot and just took on these airs and put on these airs and just a lot of just insanity. So what I ended up, and so Kunti kind of grew out of amalgamation of people I knew and people I had known because by the time I started my account, for people that don't know, I mean, I had already been in the spiritual space for over 20 years. Yes. I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to show up and you know, I'm going to do this. I mean, I had already been living it for a long time ba- relatively speaking for someone who was in who's young in my late 30s. And so I was like, you know what? I'm tired of the holding space thing like, and I'm tired of all these words that become the word salad. So let's look at them from a different perspective. So my first Kanti video was like, I'm holding space for you on this plate. <laughs> And I need to repost that video because it's one of Can my you favorites. Please,
0: please, and
1: please. she's like, "This is where you get to hold. This is how I hold space for you." And so that's what she's like, you know, talking about. So I took this jargon, right? The word salad jargon, and started to, and really through an inspired action, I wasn't, I was truly inspired by it, and giggled and all that stuff. And you know, what really sucks is I made my phone ran out of of I ran out of storage. Um, because we didn't have the option to put it in the cloud um at that point yes. yet, and so <clears throat> um and I deleted videos I thought I had, and I lost so many so much country content. I Damn. know I was so sad um and so but, but you know, I'm still of course making it as you know, but yeah, so she really grew out of this like really a human who is is dangerously aware, (laughs) but dangerously unaware at the same time. And I find that that happens a lot within the community, is there's a lot of these very profound concepts that people um, don't really get so they're aware of the concepts. They're, they, they can understand them on an intellectual level. But to our point before, it's not always lived. And it becomes that very surface level experience. And so they go out and they talk about it. And they might have some really insightful, beautiful things to say. But again, there's a lot of parroting. There's a big account. I won't say who they are. That's, um, a, a, that's a psychologist. And from my perspective, she parrots everything. She got big from parroting. And it's not to say that she hasn't suffered or lived certain things or or understands what she's saying. But I want to be clear that my whole purpose here, I feel like a part of my purpose of what I'm doing, is to offer the lived experience. And that because that's what we're doing. We're living here. Why? And again, going back to Christianity or even other spiritual traditions, well, this is just a stop on the way to heaven. And I think that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see that as part of it doesn't make any sense to me. If energy is neither creative nor destroyed, yes, then why do we just go to some heaven place and just spend our life? I think People get so bored. You take a human and you give them everything they want in their need. And if they're still stuck in their trauma, they will sabotage it.
0: Boring. Yeah, exactly.
1: They'll be like, I need drama. Now, if they're healthy, they channel it into more exciting things like being adventurous, um, painting, artistic, creative things, contribute, contributing. This is what I do. Contributing yes. creative things to the world. They channel in more healthy avenues, but most humans don't do this. I find Most humans, they get comfortable and they're like, I have to light this on fire because I need to become a phoenix again. Oh, my God. It's so true. I see it all the
0: freaking time, dude. I'm like, she's doing it again. She's doing it again. Yeah. They're like,
1: like, wait, I'm not in the dumpster fire. I need to go and make a dumpster fire again so I can become the dumpster fire phoenix, which is one of the things that keeps getting stolen, by the way. I Um, love the dumpster fire phoenix. It's my favorite. So, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like. You know, so so we I think we come here for the excitement of being here. But at the same point, I think we come here to learn to channel that excitement in healthier ways, you know, and and not and and to do no harm if we can help it. You know, which most people can't do. Um, Most people help the world and also harm the world. You know, I don't think Amazon is necessarily it's been helpful to a lot of people, but it's also been Horrible in many ways. Yes. So these things, we walk the double edged sword. So I think in the spiritual community, though, we can manage to create platforms and to support humans in their creative expression without the harm.
0: Yes, I agree. So can you, because you are who you are, could you give like a kind of like a roundabout like mass reading of like what you feel intuitively is going to be like our 2023. Like what do you think is coming down the, the pipeline
1: for all of us? Cause
0: the last two years have been dumpster fire Phoenix <clears throat> energy vibes. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's again, going back to um, people want to light themselves on fire in order to, you know, rise from the ashes. So my, my perception or my feeling around it is this, um, Gemini, the biggest thing astro- astrologically, I think, well, one of the big things. Um, well, there's been a lot of he- heavy astrology going. Yes. Um, a lot of budding heads. Saturn, Uranus in a square. Saturn and Pluto coming together at the beginning of 2020, which, of course, you know, dismantled a lot of things through COVID and many yes. other things. I mean, there's just been a lot of very strong aspects going on with some heavy hitters and related to the collective right so we've got mars and gemini mars is considered a personal planet planet of action planet even of sex and sexuality even um, um it's the old ruler of scorpio well it's moved into gemini so i think what's going to happen is this is going to expose people's crazy including our own in the retrograde to be aware of how we are operating out of alignment with ourselves because is gemini it's the twins right yes. and they're ultimately in alignment with each other but an an unintegrated gemini is out of alignment and it's funny we are even talking about this because i talked about my ex-gemini friend yes. um so you know i think it's an opportunity to act in alignment with our values and and have those how do we act in alignment with values we'll behave in that fashion so um I think it it'll expose where we feel insane within ourselves. It'll those things might be showing up. The cognitive dissonance we'll call it that uh, it, I think will be a thing. Um, and that's already happening right? because we're seeing these big these big humans who who um, regardless of what you think about student loan forgiveness, you're seeing these 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 big time people come out, who got the PPP loans through COVID, speaking of that, who had millions of dollars through it, by the way, forgiven by the government, who are really upset for giving the the student loans, right? And so to me, that's cognitively dissonant. It's like, why are you special? Why do you get the loan forgiveness and other people don't? And so, you know, and I don't care what you you think about it either way. My thought is, is if you if you think you should be special and no one else should be, then we need to look at that. Right. Right. So I think, and that's true for all of us, right? Because I say nobody's special right. because if everybody's special, nobody's special. Absolutely. So um, we're all, we're all unique. Um, we all have different fingerprints and, and that's more than just on our hands, right? We all have something unique to give the world and through our own filters and things like that, if we choose to develop it. But nobody's special. So I think what it'll do, I think that will continue to be exposed. The cognitive dissonance, the conflict, the passive aggressiveness in the world, I think is a big thing that'll be exposed as well, that'll continue on. So again, in your personal life, you know, for those that are listening, we want to look at it there. Because the only way we resolve it collectively is on a personal level. Right. Um, I, there will be continued to be, you know, the civil unrest and... Uh, The Mars and Gemini will probably expose more and more of the um, of the division between people and their perspectives and all of those things Um, and 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 how people think they're different. But really, there's an opportunity here to see how the differences, again, make us the same. It fascinates me. Everyone. The thing I have found about humans is everyone wants to be loved. Everyone's comfort. Everyone wants their baseline needs met. Everyone wants connection. Everyone wants belonging. I have not found anyone who who doesn't want all of these things. And so, but we 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 set up so many barriers between each other within those things. They we go, well, that's the wrong way to want comfort. That's the wrong way to want belonging. That's the wrong way to express yourself. And policing that is is. It, it, it lacks usefulness. So I think we're at an opportunity here to drop that. I right. And also, even though we talk about, you know, these, these humans who are, Expressing themselves online and doing anything. My thought is this the only thing that I struggle with about that is if you have a coach that took a life coaching class, is the not lived in. So there's a real chance, and someone who's not trauma informed, someone who's not aware of the nuance of your clients and what's going on is something I struggle with. So, you know, I think there will be continued. Um, opportunity to look at the nuances of how we operate as humans and as practitioners bring that into our practice. I love that. I love that. Such freaking good
0: advice. So Christian, where can all of the ambitious from all across the globe find you? So give us all the things. This will also be in the show notes, guys. Okay. So
1: yeah. So website, christianbwest.com or the thecountryclarvoyant.com. It takes you to the same place. You can Google my name, Christian Bradley West. You will find me when you Google my name. There's a handful of pages of Google. Um, Sadly, a bunch of articles that were written about me in my art year, I think, are are no longer out there. But there's a few. There's you can see past life me. Um, I still make art and stuff um, on Instagram, the Country clairvoyant On Twitter, Christian Bradley West um, or Christian B West. On I think it's Christian B West, but still, we Google Christian Bradley West Twitter and you'll find me. Um, all those things, and I and I'm gonna teach a class um, in January, um, which I'll be posting in the next couple weeks that people can start signing up for on uh, the spiritual. Journey I love and this. and trauma, and how trauma and the spiritual journey really are related, and how we can understand their trauma better to fuel our awakening, um, and our awareness in our life, and and heal some of that passive aggressive, those passive aggressive tendencies, the cognitive dissonance within us and really the issues we might have with internalized authority and things like that. So we're going to go through all of those things um in the class. So yeah. That's exciting. So, That's yeah. exciting. Oh my god, yeah, keep yeah. bringing all the good country clairvoyant
0: stuff because you know it just it tickles my freaking fancy. Yeah, I love I will. it. I love I will, it. I all my HBICs love it too. Good. Christian, thank you so much for taking thank time you. out of your busy life and being here. And yeah. ladies, check out Christian. He is the best ever. And I'm saying that in my Boston accent. Eva.
1: <laughs> <for> Thank <laughs> you.
0: In the meantime, don't forget to stay ambitious, and I will see you next Tuesday.